Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 13 of season 13 of Be With Me. We're in the book of Ephesians. We just finished chapter 2. And at the end of chapter 2, he says, we were talking about this dwelling place for God, um, where he's taking two men and making them uh, one, the Jews and the Gentiles. He's talking dead people and making them alive together. And the conclusion of chapter 2 is, in him you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God. And what we're going to talk about today is something that used to be a mystery and is not a mystery anymore. And so I think we forget that it used to be a mystery, at least, at least I do. So God's dwelling place is in people, which is a mystery all by itself. Um, and it's also in a people gathered and built together as a structure in the house of God, in his church. And so we're going to continue into chapter 3 with kind of the same the same idea. And we get some specs on the structure that he has been uh, created for himself and he has been talking about. Now, before we get, before I read the passage, let's talk about what a spiritual mystery. A spiritual mystery is something that we could not have figured out by ourselves without God's help. I got that from Newt Larson, stole it from him. Um, so... Paul says he's a steward of of a special grace, and the grace is directed at the readers of his letter, the Ephesians and the greater church. And it's something that's made known to Paul and a few of the other apostles by revelation and by insight. So this is what this he's talking about the subject of a mystery, and he's gonna he's gonna flesh it out for us. So read with me in Ephesians chapter three, verses one through six. For this reason I, Paul, a prisoner for Christ Jesus, on behalf of you Gentiles, assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you. How the mystery was made known to me by revelation, as I have written briefly. When you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. This mystery is, here's going to tell you what the mystery is, that the Gentiles are fellow heirs members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. So let's emphasize this, that this used to be a mystery and no longer is. So a spiritual mystery, uh, one of the spiritual mysteries is the gospel itself. Romans 16, 25 says so. Um, and it's something by belief and by grace, and it's it, the gospel is by God's kindness. Remember that Ephesians is a book about the kindness of God. Um, and it's remarkable, in, in my mind, that God would want to take you know any of us, that we go from the walking dead of early chapter 2 in Ephesians, and we're dead in our trespass, we're dead in our sins, and he transforms us and makes us alive and together with him. So none of us would have figured out the cross in the first place. None of us would have figured out substitutionary atonement. None of us would have figured out that the law was acted, acted as an instructor or as a tutor to, to get us on our knees, if you will, in, in frustration that earning ain't going to do it. 
and the gospel isn't going to be um, as a result of works. And now we get a new aspect of the mystery. Now, we take this for granted because we've known this mystery for 2,000 years. The mystery is this, that the Gentiles, all nations, the Jews and the non-Jews, men and women, everybody gets to be a part of of the wall, of the building of God, of the new temple of God. And now this was hinted at a long time ago. It's been hinted at all the way through the Bible. Once you see it, so in the Old Testament, look for all nations. You'll, you'll, it'll, it'll highlight for you. It'll light up for you. Say, oh, God's talking about more than just Israel. And uh, and even when Jesus was around, uh, the Samaritans, the e- Egyptians, the best example I can think of was in Luke chapter 4. Now, Luke chapter 4, it ends with, this part ends with Jesus is in Nazareth, his own hometown, and they try to throw him off a cliff. And the reason why they throw him, or try to throw him off, off a cliff is because Jesus mentioned two people, the widow of Zarephath and Naaman of Syria. Now, the problem with both these people is neither of them were Jewish. And he recalls a time way back, way back when, in the time of Elisha the prophet, where God's favor was kind of selectively coming down to earth. And the two people he mentions are non-Jews. And so he's in Nazareth, a Jewish town uh, in Israel, and they are offended that the, the two people that Jesus uses as an example to talk about God's grace were non, non-Jews. And it's so offensive so this mystery, when this kind of mystery was being foreshadowed there in Luke, Luke chapter 4, when that mystery was going to be revealed, they tried to throw Jesus off a cliff. So it, my point is, it's a big deal. And, and we, because we've had this, this thing not be a mystery for 2,000 years, we think, well, what's the big deal with this? Of course the Gentiles are a, a part of this. But our passage today says, wait a minute, this was not made known to other generations and now is made known to us. So we still have a tendency to get, you know, the part of the gospel wrong. We try to do it by works. Uh, it was a difficult adjustment to to think about the Gentiles being included in the early church. Even Peter got it wrong. He was rebuked to his face. And it took a while to get our heads and our arms and our spiritual heads around this. They've had 25 years since Jesus was, uh, was a crucified to sort of uh, uh, figure this out and work this out. All right, so here's the conclusion is that God is building his kingdom out of Jewish bricks, and he's also building his kingdom out of non-Jewish bricks. The cornerstone, of course, is Christ. Peace is preached to the far off, that's probably the Gentiles, and the near, that's probably the Jews. And we are in the family of God, and let's not take it for granted. Let's be appreciative of it. I'm thrilled to be in relationship with God, first of all, and the relationship with uh, with a other parts of the church, which includes now Jews and Gentiles, and we all get to be part of his family. Something that used to be a mystery is not a mystery anymore. Thank you for listening.